Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football. Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, people, we're doing it. Starting with the three of us, we will build the audience as we go. Bobby Manning may be joining in a little bit. He was uh, en route on a plane. Uh, Sherrod Blakely will be joining us in a bit, too. A bunch of you guys are already waiting in the room. We're doing it. Let's One go. last time this season. This and year, shutting down the company. This actual okay. season. Tier. One last time. That's it. One last time. Hey, for, no complaints. For better or for worse. For better or for worse. One last time here. But we will say at the top, we will be doing this. We're, we're not going anywhere, but we're just not going to be talking about. Yeah. Well, thankfully, we won't yeah. be talking about. Uh, it won't be yeah, a, no, exactly no, no, a post-game reaction yeah, for, for a while. No Celtics which to I break down. I think we're all okay with. Right. We just need some space. Yep. From from the team. Yeah, we need some we need we need to take a break. Um so oh, here yeah. so here we are, people. Um we're live. Final uh Celtics post game show. Um Celtics lose predictably to Brooklyn. No Kemba, no Rob. No Rob. Uh mm. no chance really. Uh, we were talking about this offline a little bit, like don't take any solace in any moments of time heads are falling off yeah don't take don't take any solace in any moments in time where it appeared that the celtics gave a fight or were close or whatever brooklyn tried exactly as hard as they needed to try to win and anytime that they wanted to put their foot on the gas whether kemba was playing whether kemba and rob were playing they were going to put their foot on the gas and they were going to convincingly beat the celtics team this wasn't a series right. that was ever intended to be close they're lucky to have won that one game uh you could tell the fight was really taken out of them with uh, Rob and Kemba out these two games because it's like, what the, f- you know, what are we going to yeah. do? That was like now as what? they were like right. pulling themselves up, it was just like, like kicked in the yeah. and they just like, I'm not getting up. I'm and that's gonna- that's a bummer. So uh, this was a sad, depressing game to watch because it was, there was no chance. Um, but there's and still some like, positives. Yeah. There's positives from this and we'll ride them. I'm not going to lead the show with Romeo, but obviously Romeo was a story tonight. Um, and... We're going to spend a lot of time looking forward. So just, guys, any closing thoughts on this game? Anything? Look, and if people want to bitch about it a little bit, sure. That overturned foul call was absolute friggin' dog shit. I don't think the Celtics win anyway, um, and so be it. Um, but that was an absolute dog shit call. And if this were like later in a series or a competitive series, we'd be losing our freaking minds here right. um, over that. Beyond that, I don't know what else to scrap from this game. You, I mean, like I said, outside of Romeo, which I am feeling pretty good about, what did you guys see? Anything yeah. worth talking about at all? I mean, Romeo. You want yeah, good show- stuff? Anything, any <laughs> observations off of this game before we inevitably go into the, you know, sure. three and Not a half what? hours of offseason talk, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, we said this going in, right? If they fought, if they fight, if they show heart, you know, if they put forth the right type of effort that we've been waiting for them to see consistently, then it's not a whole lot you can complain about. I mean, they just ran into the Brooklyn Nets. We knew the outcome of this one, but I don't think they necessarily got embarrassed. You know, I just think they were just flat out outmatched, but they showed a lot of heart, especially in this one. They, they, they fought to the end. 
obviously, you know, three straight threes from from Durant, Harden, and, and Kyrie's going to do you in. But, you know, I, I just look at this entire series and, and, and say to, you know, looking forward, the Celtics, you, when you compare them to the Brooklyn Nets, I mean, how the Celtics moving forward are going to match up with those three guys, I have no clue. We're going to do our best tonight. I have a feeling we're going to do our best tonight to try to figure that out. But, um, you know, when you look at someone like Jason Tatum, I, I think that has to be at the top of the list of, you know, the, the silver linings of, of this entire series for the Celtics. I mean, he went out and he, he fought, you know, he, he sort of shut up his critics in, in the sense that uh, people who were questioning if he could do it on the big stage, if he could, you know, go toe to toe against, against Kevin Durant after game one. And he showed out, you know, uh, a lot of these performances, I think, is something that he can carry over into next season or at least say to himself, hey, I went toe to toe to Kevin Durant with Kevin Durant and I dropped 50, you know, following night, 40 points, you know, tonight, 32. Uh, I, I just think that was one of the biggest things I wanted to see from Tatum heading into the series. No Jalen Brown, a banged up Kemba Walker, a banged up Robert Williams. What are you going to do? Can you perform at a high level one and two? Can you bring this team to a to a victory? You know, one of them. I, I had this team winning one of these games in the series, and, and I didn't think any of these games were going to be uh, blowouts, you know, minus the first one. This one kind of got away from them, but it certainly didn't feel like a blowout. I don't know. I, what, do you, what do you guys think? Jimmy, you know, it, I, I don't think the Celtics did. I don't think if you look at yourself in the mirror, you, you're embarrassed. I, I think they fought. I think it was really well said what you said about Tatum. Um, I, I think, you know, when you look at the Nets winning in a 4-1 in the series, I, I think that was the best case that I, I envisioned. I thought the Celtics could have taken game three or game four. Game uh, one, know. they had that. I, I, I if they the take first game one, half, John, the first half they had, that's it. <laughs> but right. touche, I guess. I'm saying before the series started, I think we all were like, it's going to be a four-game sweep or it's going to be yeah. like gentleman sweep, and it was gentleman sweep. So I'm not surprised by the series result. Um, I too was looking to see what Tatum would be able to do. And I mean, it, it proved what we said. It was, it was basically this, like Tatum's going to have to go out and score you 50 if you want to win a game. And that was a game where they, they won. So it goes to show you how much work this roster needs. And I know that Jalen Brown was out and that's a huge, that's a huge difference because now you've theoretically got another guy to, you know, put on Kyrie or, or, you know, play off of Harden or whatever. So that that's huge. And I don't know what the hell's going to ha- end up happening with Kemba Walker Rob, um, you know, we all love Rob, but, you know, obviously the health is now another thing that we have to talk about with him. So I don't know where this team goes from here, the way it's constructed. I think there's obviously a lot on Danny Ainge's plate. I don't want to go too far ahead of myself, but if I'm talking about this series, super impressed by Tatum. There's a couple couple um, moments in the in the series where I was impressed by Neesmith. Obviously, Romeo showed out a little bit tonight. That was good to see. Um Overall, though, it was kind of like yeah. sort of like they yes, are who we Nat- thought they were. Yes, Natalie, I'm going to get to the hugs. Just hang in there. Go oh, ahead. They were who we thought they were. <laughs> yes, I saw um, the hugs and I tweeted about the hugs. And I did. I, I did think the Celtics <laughs> did kind of get punked uh, in Game Four, so that that was disappointing. Uh, I thought they got punked overall in the series. I just that John thought John talked about the t- needing to be tough in the series, and I just don't think they ever really were tough enough. Um, I think maybe there were points individually where maybe Tatum or maybe Thompson was tough or whatnot. But overall, they were just outmatched. Uh, Fournier, we see you. Fournier, yeah, a little, little um, back and forth there, which was which was good. But you needed that, like, 10x. So, yeah, we, we probably yeah. have to hand up on that one. <laughs> but, um, that, those are my... Those are my, I guess, rambled thoughts on on this series. There's a few. So, look, I think there's plenty of things you can draw. There's moments, snapshots. Hey, there you go, Jimmy. Cheers, bro. Yeah. 
I'm tea though. You're coffee, so we're complete. Yeah, I saw the little. Right yeah, I figured. Yeah, uh, there's uh, <laughs> th there's things we can p pluck from. The Again, it, we we have a whole season's worth of evidence to draw a lot of our conclusions, but I still think there's stuff that stands out here too, um, and What's it's the interesting. After the game, it's like Kyrie's Kyrie's hugging people for like thirty straight seconds and whispering no. in their ear, "Get the f out of here." <laughs> what do you think Go. he's saying? What do you think he's saying? Get the, f get the f out of here. Oh, get out! I'm of worried here. about what he's saying. I, I expect to listen. It's a buddy buddy league. It happens in every sport. After I know, I know, I know, I but know. yeah, I know Later. this situation. I know, and I'm a grumpy Later. old man. I'm a angry boomer. I get it. I'm, no, okay. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're bringing <laughs> I get this up right it. now. I'm glad we're, we're leading off with this because this is important. This is the Celtics just consider this a rivalry if they yeah. want to have at I least get it. a chance in this thing and that, that, dapping up and what, what is he? What is he giving up? Freaking advice or yeah people's no, that's what i'm worried about yeah. i'm worried about what he's what what's actually being said but i'm not like they're not he's, he's a stupid, you know it's hard he's a superstar out. he's in the club right. you gotta make nice with him because i want to yeah. be in the club uh right. and if you if you play your cards right you'll get a you'll get your fortune read by him at the end of a, a 4-1 knockout <laughs> series I get it, guys. I get it. I get it. Angry oh, you, boomer, oh, yeah. oh, they era. do still love him. I don't know if Jalen does, though, but, yeah, they do. Listen, anybody, all I'm saying is, look, I, I'm not Mr. Logo Stomp. Like, I'm not, like, like so, stepping on the logo was like stepping on my heart. Like, the people who freaked out over it. I actually, okay, it's baby. funny you say that. Okay, big baby. I, it's funny you say that, John. <laughs> That's what he I, said. I, I was actually disappointed by it all the like people out there who want to make fun of people who think that's a big deal. If you're a fan, fan of Shorefer Fanatic, you're a fan of this team, the, the logo, regardless, like the lucky, the whole thing, it should mean something to you as a fan. No, no. one's, again, again, no one's like, I would, I don't think people are losing sleep about it, but I can't stand like the people or like the reporters who are like, like all like, like, oh, you actually care about that? Oh, it's a logo. <laughs> yeah, it's, they yeah, walk right. on it all day during the game. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Get the fuck out of here. It's like they're above that logic. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry yeah. that you care that's about not what I'm saying. logo. What I'm saying is that's fun <laughs> fan fuel. What I'm saying is <laughs> that is that's, fun. That's fun fan fuel in a competitive series to be like, ooh, I'm going to get him. You know, like that's the good back and forth. That's the harmless stuff. They chant Heart, something. It's like a college game thing. or a high school game. One yeah. side chants something weird. The other side chants it back. You go back and forth. Ooh, they insulted us. We're going to insult them. Like, I like that. Like, that's yeah. that. I love villains. It creates villains. But, like, there was, there was no way you were going to get back at him because this series was never going to be competitive. What bothered me was the lack of response. You had three ex-Celtics saying something. Not a single one of these guys said anything. I know. Not, not a single one. And John, then, please tell me you saw Brad before this game. No, no what did he say? <laughs> okay, Gary goes, <laughs> all right, one, we didn't hear what you had to say about Kyrie, what he did to the logo. Two, we haven't heard what you had to say about the water bottle thing. Yeah. And three – what happens tonight? Like something to that effect, right? I'm cracking up because Gary, you can just see, he's just like, man, I need some answers right now. Tell me he everything. Answers, he answers the Kyrie thing, unacceptable, going across the league. There's no place for that. He answers what's going on, what's going to happen in this game. All right, guys, I'm going to head out of here. Never address the the leprechaun thing, the uh, lucky, yeah. the stomping on the face. Logo, yeah, lucky just, game. Just, 
just dodged it. Just dodged. So you it don't do that. Nobody talks about it. Nobody says anything about it. You get X players saying something about it. Right. And you know why and those then, players and then, they, and then they go and they're like, I can't wait to hug Kyrie when this is over. Like, is the game over yet so I can hug Kyrie? I hate that. Those I hate players it. I hate care it. because I just think he really it meant something. Maybe, maybe it meant more to them to be wearing that uniform or playing on that court or, walk, or running back and forth in that logo. But, uh, yeah, okay, all you, like, Twitter, like, know-it-alls and those, like, little reporters who want to, like, who like turn up a like a nose at, at the fans who are like actually upset about it. It's like get off your high horse. This is what being a fan's all about. Of course, right. people are gonna be right. like, I, I, screw I, Kyrie. I, like, of course, it, these it, are the diehards. You're, supposed, watching, to hate, you're supposed to hate. You're supposed. You're supposed to get mad. Yeah. And the and the and the team is yeah. Like we're not saying they're gonna you know throw hands over it. Like the players aren't gonna get that pissed about it. But like you, it it should make you feel something. <laughs> I mean, KG might have. It should KG make you feel something. <laughs> And that it goes is. back 12, to what, what we were saying. 12 years like, ago, I think KG might have, but yeah. Where, where's, the, where's the pride? Where's but, the pride, but, honestly? So there, sh- there should be some. Why, and I'm, what, where I'm, is the pride? They you showed got, none. You I got think this stomped. is the perfect example not, of that. Not only did you get stomped logo-wise, you got stomped <laughs> for 48 minutes on your home court by the guy that said, thanks but no thanks, see you later. I'm going to go play with everybody else but you guys. And I'm, oh, by the way, I'm going to... I'm gonna insinuate that all your fans are racist and this, that, and the other thing. So, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm gonna stop. And, and, and I'm gonna call. I'm, I'm gonna call DeAndre Jordan soon. Trust me, he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, come yeah, up. yeah. And so, <laughs> he's gonna, so he's gonna help us out. If if you if you think fans are aren't gonna get a little perturbed at something like that, and yeah, it's it's a logo, it's harmless at the end of the day, then you've newsflash, you you've lost your fandom. You're not a fan I, anymore. You're I too agree. jaded. You're too sinister, and you should just stop watching sports because you don't actually enjoy them. Fans are supposed mm. to get mad. As Except I said, so it makes them. That's what that's makes what it makes great you to fans. be a fan. Just guys, keeping it, guys, just keeping in bounds. That's, that's why all. he did it. That's yeah. why I know. he did it. Come on. But having He's embracing no the res- villain role. We talked about this a couple nights ago. As long as the fans can keep it in bounds and and like be a right, fan and course. leave it at that, then it's all fun. It's all fun games. Like just. Yeah. But when it- no heart from the Celtics. It, both in their actions and their words. Lack of actions. Lack of words. Not once did they get physical tough in somebody's face bother them make it make it uncomfortable you didn't did you see the smoke that you get in a playoff series at any mm-hmm. point in time evan no. fournier once got a little snippy with durant that's it getting that's it. getting chippy down the boards to, uh, down below and they were to, down like tossing an elbow nothing 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 out fighting somebody diving for something hard taking somebody out in the process none of that stuff nothing. like there wasn't anything that was pushing it going fast running into stuff everything was like we're going to just die for the ball nothing nothing like, that nothing resembled post, like, did you did you hear one like nothing after a whistle game? no chirping nobody getting no in something chirping. no commentary no fiery commentary no we're going to show them no we've got to get tough nothing that's what i'm saying they got no. they got nothing punked. start to finish and then the logo fine nobody says a thing and then hugs hands so let's 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 all hug where are you guys going after yeah good luck. hey yeah good luck yeah like you know you guys go get it go get them yeah, I, I agree yeah there's, i think i think there's you guys no, dogs. no dogs no dogs I'm surprised yeah. they didn't. I'm surprised they didn't exchange jerseys. I didn't watch long enough. Maybe they oh, did. Maybe, maybe one of them walked out of there wearing Kyrie's jersey. I didn't. I didn't. I, you know, I, that would have been. That would have been hard to hard to watch. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. they didn't do that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I mean, nothing. Do? No, These three wanna, guys. And how are you gonna stop them? Like, it was, does it matter? 
You're Glenn not Davis gonna stop is, him. Glenn Davis, Glenn Big Baby Davis, the same guy who was bawling his eyes out because he got yelled at by Cameron Grant. Like, Glenn Davis is yeah, showing more like Celtic pride and heart, saying like, "Hey, like this isn't good." And then Kevin Durant, by the way, coming at him on, on, on I don't know if you saw Kevin Durant's response, but yeah, I mean, I these, guys, he, these he, guys can he, do whatever the hell they. Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving can do whatever the hell they want and say whatever they <laughs> say whatever they want, and. No one's going to say boo. Apparently, no one's going to say boo about them. Let them just run the league. Run the league. Go all the way to the NBA. Just here here you go. Here's a roll up the red carpet for him. Because apparently the only people who care are no longer walking through this door anymore. Kevin Garnett's not walking through this door, fans. Big Baby Davis is not walking through this door. Rob Rob seems pretty triggered by this. I'm sorry we've offended you. I don't know how you're What's a Celtics fan. I, I, apparently this isn't relevant. Celtics, I, probably. I don't know. He's mad that this is part of the conversation. I don't know how you're a Celtics fan and not really aggrieved. This is a culmination the of the season. At the lack of fight they showed at every moment of the season. I don't know how you're a Celtics fan and not think that that's one of the biggest problems that they had this season. And and it shows itself again here. They just laid down and took it. If he wants you know? uh, of pick course and roll, this team's pick better. And roll defense but, breakdown, which stick around long enough. Maybe Bobby yeah, will yeah. we'll get here. Yeah, but, Bobby I mean, we're talking about the season and the way it ended today and how honestly it was this series was a bit of a you know bit of bit symbolic on how the season went anyways i mean they really at the end of the day they they may, may have made it look interesting here and there but it, they were never really close yeah but john just wanted to see someone get punched that's, just that's, that's i just wanted close to line fight you weren't going to who be happy did, unless you saw violence you wanted who violence. didn't want john to see chose violence I, I i i i john wanted physicality have, john wanted toughness I might have advocated violence, but really, I just wanted a little heart. That's it. That's it. Okay. That's all, and it's the playoffs. You know what? You know what else? They fought. It's though. tough. They fought. You know. You know what else I'll say? I watched the Bruins last night. I know they lost and and whatnot, but you want to talk about uh, a team right now that's putting it all out there? I mean, stark contrast right now in in the way two organizations are uh, are are just like they're sort of like their vibes going into uh, games here. It feels like. Yeah. Let's go, I mean, let's go with your boy Tuka. Uh, he's fighting Tuka through injuries. Tuka looked a little dizzy last night. Fighting through injuries. A little bit. And you know we're what? A, game, a couple players we're who a, couldn't on the Celtics. We're a game away from a goalie controversy. One game away. I was, right, I was, yeah, one, yeah. one bad game away. That's what I was One bad game. But you know what? You know what? Tuka's – we're not going to get into in the Bruins, but real quick. And I already I know, asked him a couple of times today. Tuka Rask, two of those goals last night were not his fault. And I didn't really think his – whatever injuries he had, I didn't really think those were – reasons why the Celtics lost I mean why the Bruins lost that game at all yeah he looked a little slow maybe here and there but I mean you're talking about two power play goals one breakaway turnover I mean come on <laughs> one one own goal deflection off a skate come on anyways yeah all right well let me ask you two this question if you're Danny Ainge right now we're talking you know what John get Rob you got you know I don't want to see Rob on this thing and one I more time say that <laughs> I can't preference this Rob's been enough. here Rob's been here he's got a right to express himself he's been here the whole way Hold through on, Rob. I, I got you Rob. We're gonna go into something. We're gonna, got something here for you Rob we're toxic we're toxic hear me out if you're Danny age again I can't say that like I'm talking about if you're Danny age take out all the things that we've been talking about just see it through his through his eyes do you blow this roster up do you do you do your absolute best to blow it up and obviously I mean I'm not talking about trading Tatum or Brown but minus that or you can blow it up without, think, without that. Or are you thinking to yourself, you know what? If these guys are healthy again, why don't we just run it back for one more year? I like I, I like what we saw on that one I win. I told you. Jalen in this series. So, you know. I, I'm, I'm going with what I've said forever. 
Okay. I am still team run it back because I'd rather see them if they see if they again we're quick to react. We've all done it. Okay. We we you you, you know it's what the show is. I think, is. I, think, but I, think your, I think your version your version of running it back is the same as mine. We're, we're talking. You know, ho- hopefully they can do something with the with, with what's left of the MLE. You know, trading a couple of pieces off of that yeah. bench, right? You're not saying like you know, put Marcus in a deal it's, and get a get a marquee guy. It's or whatever, very right? clear you need to trim the back five or six off, like consolidate. Yes, get, they have to be in Europe, like gone, China, Sorry, gone, China. Sorry. gone. Gone. That's automatic. I don't care what you do. You need actual professional basketball players. You've got to trim Damn, the back John. end. John but you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. No, he's you, not wrong. You, uh, let's call Kemba he's starter. Call, he's calling them amateurs. They are, man. They're not NBA. I told you. They're just not. I told you none of those. I told you Grant and Semi do not get another NBA contract after this one. I've I've said it all year, and I I believe it. Who is Jimmy? Grant and Semi do not get NBA. I contracts think Grant gets wow. picked. I think I, I the think, Celtics I, are yeah. going to pick up Grant's option. They I'm saying to. he does not get a second NBA contract. Oh, okay, got you, got you. The, this okay. is what the, the contract either, either they're playing he extends with, or he's out, or, or that's it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Anyway, that could happen actually. <laughs> anyway, you know what you're doing. It's the five starters, and you know, and uh, you're stuck with Tristan. You're st- you're stuck with, and then you've got Pritchard, Romeo, Neesmith. You're you're running, and now you're uh, seemingly Parker. You're running all those guys back. The question is Fournier. So let's look at what we saw. Fournier is obviously the biggest question mark because he's unrestricted. Off of what you saw here, and again, Jimmy, I've seen these next season free agent lists. Most of these guys are player. Most of these guys are player option guys mm-hmm. or restricted. True unrestricted free agents, there are not a lot. And Romeo actually is someone of value. Go ahead. Pro player option guys most likely will become most will opt out. Yeah, most will opt out. But a lot of these guys are unrestricted. So he is somebody who will get some attention. As Bobby said a bunch of times, he is good on a he he's someone who a good team could really use. Um well, is that, but... did, right okay you did. did does he justify keeping bobby was team keep him at all costs bobby's 20 million easily he'll do bobby will i think do 80 million over four years do you he's i'm stuck on this guy sometimes i see him and i'm like man this is exactly what you need he's a pros pro he can come in he can do a lot of different things he's versatile uh he's comfortable with the ball he can create his and own then... shot and then hard and put them on skates. Yeah. And then other times I see him and I'm like, this guy's a washed up jazz. Yeah, you know, he's all over the court today. Yeah. Was, I, was... I'm so all over the map on this guy. What do you guys think? I, I really am. I, I really don't know where I land. Well, it goes back to what I said about him the very first time they acquired him. It's like I have never seen a I've never seen Evan Fournier highlight in my life, like on Sports Center or whatever like that. There's some truth to that. Like obviously I was joking, but like Evan Fournier is a guy that a good team would really benefit from because he's like a, he should be like a fifth option. And I don't mean like on offense, but like in general, like you should have guys that do a lot of other things better than what he does. And he needs to be the guy that does everything pretty good. And I think he kind of is, but I just don't know if the Celtics are going to have a team good enough to make him really valuable to them. You know what I mean? Like, does he, does he take them from a really good team to a great team? Cause I think that's where Evan Fournier's like value is. So there might, and I don't know this because I haven't done enough of the research to see where everyone's offseason, every other team's offseason money situation is. But if there's a 
better team than the Celtics going into uh, once the offseason starts, and they're interested in Evan Fournier, and the money's similar. There's no telling if Evan Fournier even likes playing here. I know. I mean, I have no reason to believe he does or doesn't. I just don't know either way. But do I also think, do I want the Celtics to sign, to commit $20 million a year to him when I still don't know if they'll be good enough with him in a, in a major role? At the, at the same time, do I want them to lose him for nothing as they have a number of other guys over the last couple of years? So a uh, long way to say I have no freaking clue, but I can, I'm, almost, <laughs> I'm almost looking at the negatives. Well to said, both. Jimmy. I, I'm looking at the negatives to both, which might, which might actually shock This is why too. I'm all over the map. I don't know. I don't know. Part of, yeah. me, part of me was thinking, screw it. No, because this is another impediment to seeing whether or not you have anything real in Romeo and, uh, and Neesmith. And I, and I know we only saw snapshots, and I know they might not end up being really good. But again, I'm looking at ceiling, not floor. Evan Fournier yeah. is a floor player for me, which is a guy who absolutely you go out there and he's going to make sure that you don't dip too low. And he's going to keep, you know, keep things running for you and be a really good guy. He's a great guy to have on your team. Right. Teams would be lucky yeah. to have him. But are, is he taking are there too you many to guys the next, like that? On the is he taking stuff? you to the next level? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, well, I, don't, thing I don't is, think... I don't think you you look at him like that though. I think you look at him as a piece that you can rely on. Maybe not someone that gets you to the next level, but just a consistent piece that, obviously, barring any other injuries, would be you know yeah. a hell of a lot more uh, useful than I don't know someone like Gordon Hayward, who obviously has been compared to him in the sense of taking on that sort of role. Obviously, Aaron Neesmith is someone that I think Danny Ainge still is, has you know sees a bright future in. But I mean, I, I don't know if the two are related in the sense of that he's going to overshadow his ascension, Neesmith's ascension. And plus, you have to also think, if Danny Ainge really going to go hard this offseason, as he should, and, and just try to get at least what we're talking about, some sort of uh, a piece that you could rely on, or a, rota a rotation guy, whether that means a six-man or someone in the, that could start for you, it's probably going to take someone like Neesmith, picks and all that we talked about throughout the year, the best package you could put together. I think I would think Neesmith is going to have to be a part of that if, you, if you're going to choose that option. And I also don't think – Again, when we talk about the Celtics running it back, I think Danny has that mindset, but he's also thinking about making some sort of tweak that's going to give this team another weapon that he can that he can you know add to the fold here. Whether that means someone in the front court or or a reliable uh, you know uh, uh, backup uh, backup guard to come off the bench. I yeah. wish, I wish, I wish, especially with that Kemba, you know, Neesmith and Romeo might had, go that route. had more value going into this offseason than they do because I do see flat. We all see flashes of it when we see those two guys out there, they might be rare flashes, but I think we all see the, some potential <laughs> with Romeo and Neesmith. And the issue with Romeo obviously was he was hurt so long and actually may or may not have been dead to start this year for at least, you know, the first couple months or so. And Neesmith just could not get out of that Brad Stevens tornado of rotational guys that one day would play and then seven games in a row wouldn't and then would, it was just all over the place. So they never really established much value with him. So I don't know how much value they have this off season, but at the same time, now you have them both back for next season. And then maybe they start to really establish themselves as, you know, rotational players and guys who are young and on uncontrollable contracts. And now you've got some value growing there. So yeah. I don't know what? if that means keep Fournier and, and, and hope that the, one of those guys becomes tradable or maybe Fournier's deal isn't, so awful and he's a guy that isn't seen as like yeah. a Kemba Walker type contract like, oh my god they're paying 48 20 million they'll never get off from under that I don't I don't know if that's yeah really gonna ever be the case 
I, again, you've got smart Fournier. You've got smart. The thing with like the smart, kids is, we haven't even mentioned smart in the show once. First time. Yeah. Going into the trading block final guys? year of his deal. Going to the final year of his deal. Talk about a player who can make a, a really good team into a great team. I mean that that you know, for, uh, smart fits that bill to a T. I mean you would think. I just I got to be honest with you guys. I don't see an off season where Danny Ainge is not dangling him in deals. Like he has to do that, right? I mean he wouldn't be doing his proper due due diligence if he didn't, right? So I, I well, mean whether he's whether he's able to land a deal or not, obviously those are two separate things, but. That's a couple ways to look at it, though. If you're Danny, you—that's your—that's your best piece, right? right. What's he worth? Let me put it this way: John doesn't think he's worth anything. I one, I don't think he's worth. Well, it's an expiring deal, so it's tough. I—I don't think he's worth anything more than being an expiring contract, because as I said, you're not giving away assets and paying a guy a lot of money. You're doing either or usually, unless it's a star, and he's not a star. So again, I, I again, I don't know. Did Davis play? Yo, it's a 12 point game. Relax, Blown out. Jimmy. And, and no, point. Davis Davis has been ruled out. Sorry, I, so, I couldn't do that. So I don't think you're getting much for him. Um, I think. You thought it was 18, didn't you? you thought yeah, it was I thought it was like 22. Point. I was like, shoot, wow, I'm going to out. So if you do, what's the Carry most the you get? You get a future first from a team that's going to be picking late in the 20s because they're like, I want this guy. And so you're going to make your team worse next year. Um, to get a, a shitty first round pick low in the draft, a Pritchard type player. No disrespect to Pritchard, but I mean, drafting in that slot, that's how much better than that are you going to do? Is that worth it? No. I mean, what's your goal? I don't know. The, my goal you just, is you have to you have to address that backcourt, guys. I mean, let's let's face it. We can everyone can hope and wish that that you get some version of Kemba that's that's you know more productive than what we saw overall this season, but. Let's, if you're Danny Ainge, you have to realistically think, I need a starting point guard. You know, Peyton Pritchard's not ready. Kemba Walker, whether he's ready or not, he's going to be. He's going to continue to be a health concern. We think he's going to play on the second nights of back to backs after this offseason. Well, so I got a quote from Kemba here. We might. I don't. I, I can't play it. I'll just. Uh, we'll just. I'll just read it just to read you. Read it with a big it's smile. Terrible. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, it's, it's disappointing that you know his season had to end like this. With a big smile, asked if he needs to keep sitting out back to backs for the rest of his career to keep his knee stable. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I'm really not sure, to be honest. That was one. He's 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 not planning on it. Um, mm-hmm. Then he was asked about kind of the off season, uh, and he said, "I'm really planning on having a big summer. Get myself feeling good again. It's been a while since I've really had time off. This is a really important time for me. That just makes me want to kill myself." Um, you know, like you didn't say that part. You you added that one. No, that was me. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> There would have been like seven follow-ups after that show. Yeah. Uh, uh, here we go well, again. Well, what did you expect to hear? I mean, that doesn't really surprise me. He wants to have a big offseason. Okay, I here's mean, what I would have liked I'm to wait, hear. What I'm waiting to hear is that, you know, Kemba Walker went under, you know, another explore, you know, some kind of certain knee surgery to alleviate oh, such and minimally such. Minimally invasive blah, blah, blah. surgery. Yeah, invasive. Minimally invasive. Yeah. Yeah, Kemba Walker has flown to Albania for an, uh, you know, from an (laughs) experimental experimental plasma, yeah, something, something (laughs) that worked once on on a giraffe, you know, like, like you're going to hear something weird. It's like, oh, God, you know, they've shown great results in in uh, in emus. Um, what about Brad's pregame quote trying to like back you sent that uh, to us, John? That was so bad. (laughs) It was like, wait. What I said it, last game, yeah, everyone wasn't didn't, the yeah. pain in the knee. It's around <laughs> it, and he thinks it's more that than different this. type of pain. 
Yeah, totally not the same. Danny was like Ixnay on the Enay, you know, like you just killed our <laughs> trade stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I I think if, if Kemba Walker was just dealing with like Bone yeah, pain, like... I feel like he would play. Because yeah. at that point it's kinda like a pain tolerance thing than actually like worrying about structural or, or degenerative <laughs> knee conditions. So nobody believed that. Yeah, I like this one. Mukant. They've got good friggin' scientists there. <laughs> they do. Advanced technology. Um yeah, so I mean, it's. But I do you, are you guys? Do you guys hear me on that one though? Like, you know, I mean, I know we floated around. You know, what new backcourt names? Names like uh, Kyle Lowry and and Lonzo Ball. I mean, I, I don't want to. We don't have to rehash those conversations. But do you feel me on that though? Like, they they need a point guard heading into this next season. I, I don't know if this AD team. AD is not playing. Will even compete. Yeah, AD's out. Man. He's out for the whole game. He's he was ruled out before the yeah. game started. I didn't get that info. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, Josue. Um, I know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying. And I would love those two players that you named straight up. I don't know how they could make either of those two things happen. But we've talked about them numerous times on this show, on Locker. Toronto's we've talked about them. Toronto's um, interesting. I think Lowry is like, again, he's like one of those. He's a, he's a, he's a tough guy. He's a fighter. He's a dog. I'm not moving off of Lonzo until it doesn't happen. Me that's too. Gonna, well, that, that's that's no, been that's my one. that's been my that's been my pipe dream since the trade deadline. Yo, that I'm shit not, happens, John. That's I'm that's obviously all the props one. in the world. I'm not happen, moving, John. I'm, from day one, he called this. Uh, yeah, I'll give you all the props for that one. You were saying this in what January? Maybe I want to say I've, I've had Lonzo on my. I've had Lonzo as my on my. Uh, I've had my sights set on him as the number one target since a way. I back think it would now. be sweet, and honestly, I think that's a team that there might be some kind of match there. I mean, obviously, it, it would the Celtics would most likely be having to send maybe a pick or so. It depends on who else is in it. But whether you talk about Marcus Smart, whether you talk about one of these other young guys that they'll have to package with picks, I think that there's. I don't want a star. I don't want a star. I don't want Beal. I don't want it. Like meaning, of course, I think Lonzo or Beal. Of course, you'll take him. I'm saying, do you want to clear out everything and and everything, or do you want to consider Jalen and him? No, I don't. I want guys that can play with. I want guys that can play with Tatum and Brown. That's it. That's it. I I want a guy who and Rob and Rob. Yes, Lonzo by a mile. Lonzo, he can play. He's switchable. He can play a lot. He can play defense. He plays defense. Good passer. Really good passer. That's it. Young. And if you're and if you're the Pelicans, half court and transition. Absolutely. Yeah. Dad would be a good good story. Good guy to get a couple quotes from here and there. Replacing him with Marcus Smart is not the worst thing in the world if you're the Pelicans, right? But. You know his contract situation makes things complicated. I think and Marcus and and you, yeah, you choose to. There's you no choose, way. There's, plus, there's no way you give up ball and and, and have a have plus your first without a plus plus, plus your first plus plus a player. Would Pelicans you do want it? To make the playoffs. Do it for Neesmith, your future first smart or whatever Marcus on that know. team. I hate to say it. So and, and then dump a salary that you want to get the rid Pelicans of. Team could use a Marcus. Maybe. 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 Saying, like, they're a young, they're a young team that that might be looking for a, a good veteran type, you know, a tough player and a guy that's had experience in the playoffs and knows what it takes to get there. And and then Robin again, Williams is healthy. He's lobbing to Rob. Oh, oh lobbing to Rob. I can see it now. Yeah. Fans you trying to get rid of Rob? You just you just include Rob. No, in no, no. Package? I'm saying Lonzo tossing oh, Lonzo. to okay, Rob. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's okay then. We'll let that one slide. So that's what's interesting is like you have the game three win and you're talking about Tristan and Marcus and like being, you know, along with Tatum who dropped 50, you know, these huge players and they totally needed it. And then literally the Nets were like, oh, yeah, it's Tristan Thompson. And he looked these last two games 
like the worst version of uh, Tristan Thompson. Like, I think he missed six straight layups at one point tonight. Um, like, a, a, you're and he you're played, and, he, but he you finished add nine anything and nine, that, though. Everything that he's, seen he's, more he's given the Celtics this series, though, I mean, you, you take that, John, right? I mean, that that's sort of this is what we predicted, right? He wouldn't be. I mean, yeah, technically he's a starter, but he's, he's technically not. But in this situation, he is. This was the kind of production that we wanted to see off the bench in the postseason, you know. And obviously, the shorthanded Celtics, it, it, it looks terrible in the, under this light. But this is what Tristan was supposed to be in the postseason. If, if you're the Celtics, so, this is exactly what you wanted. Tristan here is the cautionary tale behind potentially Fournier. Because Tristan was signed because the Celtics didn't realize Rob was ready. And that's the only reason you went out and signed Tristan Thompson. You made the mistake. You spent that money. It hurt you because then it killed your flexibility and the moves that you were able to make because you were hard capped by using that mid-level on Tristan. You would have been better off doing nothing and rolling the season with Tyson, uh, Tyson Rob. Okay. So now what you're going to do is you're going to overpay theoretically to re-sign Evan Fournier or sign him and theoretically get yourself, uh, make them as roadblocks to your other wings uh, and, 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 and guards that you have that may or may not be able to develop into better players. And it is a shame you didn't get to see whether or not those guys had a little bit more in the tank because they didn't have a, a priest. They didn't have a preseason. Um, they've had, uh, you know, uh, with Romeo, you had injuries. He's basically missed like 22, out of 18 of the last 24 months. Um, right. Yeah. But that's but, what Danny's telling, that's what Danny's telling himself heading into this off season though. That see that that's the whole, running back mentality that he's he's got flowing when you consider the fact that no training camp, you know, no summer league, a quick turnover. I mean, shit, let's face it, guys. This NBA season, I, I don't know. It's, all these injuries are stacking up. This isn't by, this isn't a coincidence. You know, the schedule was, was ridiculously grueling. The turnover wasn't enough time for these guys to get ready. And look, at the end, at the end of everything, the Brooklyn Nets, the team that couldn't, quote, unquote, stay healthy for one reason or another – they're completely fresh. They got like the freshest legs right now because they, you know, they're heading into with the they headed to the postseason with the, po the perfect momentum, and they haven't they haven't had so much miles, you know, compared to other superstars across the league. Right then, they're, they're, they're guys like, like Kyrie even guys like Anthony year. Davis played entire year the entire season, and now he's out. LeBron James is all banged up, you know, from from the season that he's had. I mean, mm -hmm. all these teams have have have, have been hit, you know. They have, but so this is again, you're Danny Ainge right now. Do you Journey wants to, to run it back? Do you try? I'm not saying run it back. Do you right now have more faith? Do you, do you go out there and continue to try to get more players, or do you say, I'm rolling with Rob and Romeo and Neesmith and the Jays and whatever I'm stuck with that I can't trade? Um or are you saying, I'm going to move all of these guys for whatever the hell I can get for him to get more professional basketball players in here? Which one are you doing? I, I Again, it, he's, he's addressing that point guard position, you know? Uh, I'm saying, but what do names. you do right now? Like, if you find a name out there, do you, do, you do you push all of the picks? Do you push your pick and the two kids and Romeo and Neesmith into the middle and just say, whoever wants him and is willing to give me a decent basketball player in return, I'll take him? Because I need more decent basketball players, or are you rolling the dice that these guys might you might have something in them? Because like I said, they made the mistake and they didn't give up assets, but you signed Tristan. You made the mistake with Rob already, which is not thinking, not realizing you had something. I don't know whether or not they know if they have something in in, in these guys and whether they want to try to develop them or screw it. If anybody, because to me it's a sell low. Who out there thinks these guys have value? I don't think yeah. anybody. I think I think you internally have to say. 
Romeo is going to be a really friggin' good ball player and they don't know yeah. it yet. So if I trade him, that's bad, but I know it deep down. And if you know it, then that should govern your decisions. Not what the fans necessarily want to do. If they, yeah. you, they have to trust their conviction, these guys are ball players. I believe it. I, I've seen it. They're going to be really good. And we're coming back with these guys and we're going to, we're going to, you know, I don't know. But what about based on what you know about players, not what you think might happen. If they can acquire a, a, a talented veteran, whether it's at the point guard position or wherever that doesn't get in the way of Tatum and Brown, then I'm way more inclined to trade some of these younger guys that have shown like a little promise here or there. Because again, you have a team that is one or two guys away from really being a title contender when you consider that it's the NBA and other, you know, yes, are there better teams talent-wise than the Celtics right now? Absolutely. Freaking Lully. But injuries happen all the time. And, and you always, as a GM, I think you got to do your best to put your team in a position to win. That doesn't mean you go into the season with the best roster, but in a long 82-game season, anything could happen. And if you put the right players around – sums up 21, Jimmy. What does that mean? If you put the best players around, what does it mean? You're you're the one freaking watching another basketball game instead of focusing on this show. So oh, sun's up, sun's up. No, I read that. I was giving you an update. I thought it said sums I know, you're up. The one, you're the one that. Uh, I thought you said sums up. The... Like I'm some like this sums me up. Like yeah. what? Anyways, I'm just a little. I'm a little uh, on edge right now. But what I was saying was, if you can get the right veteran to pair with a couple of young guys like Tatum and Brown, the right veteran who's not afraid to lead by example or lead you know with with his voice and might be a little tougher and might be in your face if that guy is out there i'm definitely Maybe. willing to part with a couple of young guys if he's not then yeah i'm not trying to sell all the picks and everything like that just so yeah, you same. know you can put a roster together. all right let's add, let's add some noise here just wait did you trim up by the way you're looking uh you're, you're i looking did tight there. i yeah. did listen, well, memorial listen, day trim yeah uh, <laughs> God, finally Whoa! To, uh, come back I, I don't know if he went to Dominican Republic with the, on a one one way trip ticket, but he finally came back. My barber came back, and you know, yeah, what I had to do. You look tight. I like it. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's almost as short as Sherrod's. Almost as short as Sherrod's. Not quite. Uh, not quite. Not quite. What's up, Sherrod? Quite. I, I swear. The link. Day, day I one, Sherrod walked into the building at NBC. He had a little bit of hair. No, not even a not, not even a lick. Not even. I mean, we're talking <laughs> scorched to earth. Scorched when did you come earth. on home? As, uh, as uh, Kenny Smith, like, tell LeBron James, come on home, brother. Come on home. Try you, know you, you know who you need to talk to? Fournier. You need to talk to Fournier. Yo, you got to tell him. Oh, man. I'm trying. <laughs> just, just come on over. Yeah, come on just, over. I, I, text, <laughs> I texted during the game when we were talking about whether we want Fournier back next year. I was like, I don't think I can look at that man's head for three more years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> for 20 million? Nah. Probably uh, not. Right. This was a weird I'll give him game, a, we give him two extra million to, to just go go all the way. <laughs> no, yep. He's gonna he's gonna get a he's gonna get a <laughs> deal with one of those hair. Best electric electric yeah. blade in the world. We'll get we'll, yeah. eighteen million it. without the cut, twenty million 20 with million with it, right, exactly. Yep. <laughs> oh man. What's good with you, man? Anyway, Sherrod, you get the we've 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 been once around the world, so we can we can go anywhere you want to go here. Your your thoughts, game, series, anything? What sticks out to you here? What are your lasting impressions? Uh, frustrated because yeah. the effort that you saw in this series, we didn't see with any kind of consistency uh, throughout the season. If you, if they would have played like if they would have played with this kind of effort, they would have been a six seed. 
they would have they would have they were or potentially the fifth seed, uh, which seems to be. I mean, it's frustrating watching them play because even though they didn't have the talent to play with Brooklyn, they competed, and that's all you really want. That's right. all we want from it is to compete. Um, there's some I, I do like the what I saw from Neesmith. I like what I saw from Romy. Uh, Romy looked pretty damn good. Uh, I waited. Look at Sherrod giving him a nickname, Romy. Like, I've been Romy waiting. Pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, Romy. That's when you know you're, you're he, ball. He, when you, it was just so good to see him yeah. play. That, that's such a Langford. See, I'm, I'm beyond right just seeing guys play. I need to see guys play that. effectively. Play effectively. We listen. There's there's enough moral victories out there for this damn team. Guys just showing up. Romy actually played pretty good. I thought he did some really positive things. I think Neesmith seems to be getting better and better. Pritchard was looking for a shot a little bit more than than I think he's in some Let past the games. Play. Yeah. The kids. The kids played well. John, the um, season's over. No, but that's <laughs> he's been saying that all year though. He's been saying it all year. I'm he's saying gonna go ne- down swinging next year to Summer me. League. Next year to me is a tweener year. Uh, you have some times where you've got no talent on your team, mm-hmm. so you let the kids play and develop to see what you have in them. The Celtics have talent, and then they have kids and a golf in the middle. I'm saying do both at the same time. Let Tatum and Brown run out there with the kids and let it be a big sloppy mess, but turn into something before the year is over. I want to see more. I want to see, see here's more. A, here's the thing about letting the kids play. Not only does it help develop them skills that they can potentially help you, but if we're being honest, it makes them assets. Trade, it may, yeah. Exactly. I mean, when you think that's about what Al I said Jefferson, all year, all year. You think about you can't Al trade Jefferson these guys and if you all don't those play guys. Them. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, just imagine if you would have decided to play Perk and not play Al Jefferson, you wouldn't have gotten KG. You played the young kids. You played Mm -hmm. like Delonte and and all those young guys who probably weren't ready to play major minutes. Exactly. But you get them out there. You show that you let (laughs) folks see that they have some some promise and then you move them for a major asset. Uh, So and I I look at the offseason when I look at this offseason. I mean, the guy that I look at, and again, I, I think he'd be a good fit just because of the sheer talent, is Carl Anthony Towns. Um, it's He's a guy that oh, you man. know wants out. You know, he, you know he wants to be out. And if you're the Celtics, I'm having minimum we've all got conversation. Our, we've all got our binkies. You got Cat. I got Lonzo. Uh, Jimmy, I don't know who you got. You got Beal? <laughs> is it still Beal? Don't do it, Jimmy. First of all, I, I've also been a Lonzo guy, but I, I'm I'm on the Lowry train right now. I want the proven hey, veteran. That's my guy. Ooh, Is that man. your guy? Oh, okay, but then yeah. you know what? I want I want what you know dealer's choice. I want what I he's having. Look at Jimmy. Yeah, you we know, spin the wheel and wherever it falls. You guys can go have these. <laughs> Let me get a shot of what he's having. Yeah, yeah. Can, don't look at my plate. Don't look at my plate. Man. We'll, I want, we'll I want I want Donovan style. Mitchell. I want Donovan Mitchell. Figure out a way to get him. We'll do this family oh, good style. Good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, good him and Jalen Brown, they, they got really – it looked like they were really best buddies in the bubble. So bring in uh, Mitchell instead of going with Tatum's best friend. Let's go with um, one of Brown's buddies instead. How about that? But from a fan perspective, if you're a team <laughs> – if you're if you're a team that you think your team is championship contender, you want to see them contend for a championship. You want to see wins. You want to see instant results. If you think, I don't think no matter I, no matter what the Celtics do next year, I don't know that they walk in with a realistic chance at winning a title next year. So what's what's the only what's the other thing fans like to see? Promise, you know, hope. You want to see it those years when they go backwards and you're like, okay, let's just see what they got. Those can be fun years where yeah, you're like. Done. This isn't the squad, man. You're not going to be preaching to this choir. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you think they know about struggling? 
They haven't had a look it's, at that. They just did they it. This, the this, 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 this was it. This was it. This was it. What I'm saying is, they never even missed the postseason, man. They walked into a great situation. Struggle. It was a struggle, but the last thing they want to do is take another step back. I'm telling it's you, it's not man, a step back. Those, oh. They're gonna look at it as a step back for sure, though. They have to because oh, wait, of, because of, because of their experience. They're gonna are, look at are, it that you way. saying like yeah? I mean, if they, they, they take about if, rebuilding, no, we 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 don't want we don't. I don't think we want that. I mean, it's John, not a we, rebuild. We, I'm saying instead of a bunch of patchwork band-aid veterans that you're going to slap in there to kind of keep the ship afloat and keep you at a four or five seed level. Let, let Tatum and Brown go out there and lead a younger roster of kids, developing them into what you're hoping is how do you become, I'm not saying they've got golden state talent here, but how do you yeah. become one of these teams? I was just thinking you got, your, you got your stars, and you've got the guys who are going to be stars that you're paying yeah. cheaper deals earlier in their life and they're controllable. And that's what you got. You don't get it by throwing 20 million at Evan Fournier and 20 million at Marcus Smart. You're and talking overpay. about the Harrison Barnes and the, the, the other guys. You need to build yeah. from the bottom up while also having guys who have already kind of been through these. You know, you want that homegrown talent. You want people on, you know, controllable contracts. You need talent that's cheap. And homegrown, and you need talent that's established that you already have. You need that mix there, and so I, I say roll the dice and see what you have in it, um, if you can. It's not necessarily a step back as it much as an investment in your future, um, as opposed to just saying let's just see if we can be a little bit better next year. I, I don't know what advantage you have in that. You go big or go home. I'd rather if they can't go big with a deal, and like I said, shove all the chips in the middle, convince somebody right. that. Three first-round picks, Neesmith, Romeo, you know, and all of that stuff are worth Cat or Beal or something. If you can't do that, let those guys play and start to clear out other people and, uh, you know, and, and, and create space for them to, to, to play and develop and grow, hopefully next year and beyond. That's, that's what I'd like to see. Uh, to me, the, the, the big thing with, with this Celtics team they got to do what they did in this playoff series and compete, man. I mean, we can talk about this player, Cat, Lowry, you know, Lonzo, all that. But if they don't show up and compete, folks are just going to be like, forget them. Right. We don't care yeah. about them. And to me, right. they need they need guys who are going to come in here who are thirsty, not hungry, thirsty to play basketball. Um, you need guys who have, I think have been dogged out a bit. You need guys who are going to come in here looking for a fresh clean slate uh that's why and to me when you look at what Danny Ainge has been able to do the best deals he's been able to make he is able to take damaged properties off of the hands of teams and give them a new light I mean think about it. when Ray Allen was in Seattle that franchise was they're, they're trying to clean house that's how they were able to get Ray Minnesota Kevin was getting sick and tired of you know at best getting to be in the seventh seed he wanted out and when the Celtics were finally able to convince him and Chauncey Bills was able to throw in an assist to help convince him again the only reason he was available was because he wanted out of that situation they're going to need to hit that type of home run that is the blueprint that Danny has has used before that's the blueprint that's going to work hell you look at Gordon Hayward you look at when they got Al Horford same situation Al was sick and tired of, of Atlanta just being a four or five type team Gordon Hayward knew Utah they weren't going to go anywhere with him leading away so he decided to jump shit and he got big money in, in the process they're going to need to hit home runs like that where guys are in situations that are either less than ideal or they totally suck that is the blueprint for them Okay, here's a question for you then. 
is the Celtics situation even something that those types of players would even want to consider right now? Right now? No. Yeah, right now. But could that could that change in the course of the summer? Perhaps. I mean, I, again, I, and, and I, I know that Carl Anthony Towns is not exactly that tough guy that we know we want this team to have. That's but, the issue, I think. But, but here's the thing. He's a 25 and 12 three softy. I will take that kind of softness every day because if you're <laughs> able to get that type of production, that's going to yeah. make up for a lot of what you lack in terms of, of physical toughness and, and grime. And let's be and if we're being honest and real, and I don't think I'm the only one that saw this, Tatum became a different player in this series. There was something about him that flipped. Where yeah. he's he doesn't look nearly as kind of easy going laid back as we've seen him throughout the season and throughout his time in Boston. He played yeah. with a different kind of edge in his last two or three games. I think and also to me, to me it was at the game yeah. one. Yeah. At the game one, it was a different approach. I mean yeah. I I'm I'm really eager to see what we're going to see out of him at the start of next season. Can he build off of this? Will he come into the season with that little nasty edge that we started seeing little bits and pieces of what we saw more consistently, or is he going to go back to being a guy that we've been just I, I, frustrated? So, no, I think I, I think you I think you go. You're going to see the other the other direction, Sherrod. And we started with this, you know. I, I just think when you you drop fifty on Kevin Durant, like that's what that's the way it's he's like he found it. a it's like yeah, he found but, a cheat code. Uh, can, can exactly, we, he's unlocked now. Can we caution? I just want to caution one thing: is mm -hmm. he had legit nothing to. This was a consequence-free environment for him. He had nothing yeah, to lose. But there was a lot of storylines in this one. Yeah, but still, you know, there's John, nothing there's to lose. There's no Jalen. Then Kemba goes down. He you don't was, think there was pressure it. though after game one. I'm saying he know. was it, and so you can just let it fly because who the hell else is going to? True, you know, like but he responded to the pressure though. That's true, but at least he responded to the pressure. He had to. He had to do against these guys. I kind of look at three future Hall of Famers. Probably the three of the best scores I probably ever. He was the only guy that Brooklyn had to worry about, and he still hit him for the fifty piece, and then followed that up with a forty piece, and he was the only guy that Brooklyn had to really worry about, and they still couldn't stop him. Yeah, he went to the line seventeen times. That's that's this is the key. When everyone talks about what are the Celtics going to do, nothing if Tatum turns into a top five player and Brown turns into a top ten player or top fifteen player, you don't do anything. You literally grab three guys off the street and put them in the lineup, and you're in the finals every year. Like if you have two guys who are two of the best players, so if Tatum elevates to an unstoppable force on offense, that's the. They, they, they go as far as these guys go. We, we we've said this all year. If these guys are upper echelon all nba first team second team players then they're fine you could fill with a lot of different things then you really start to just worry about the right role players around them and you're not worried about third option talent fourth option talent you need danny green you know you, know, you need those mm -hmm. guys who do no but jobs. yeah but we are worried about that because we're not quite sure these two can make their teammates absolute they're you know enhance their guys let's, yeah. let's right and if he becomes if he the does that cheat code that's and the he only becomes reason we're talking about this ideal third veteran to come in here and and help you know and help uh what do you call it, finesse this thing or, or or facilitate rather you know the this 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 star right. i don't, know, I don't think i don't think whatever the, between the two i don't think the four of us are clash, gonna but you know what i mean the four of us aren't gonna figure this out but the five of us might <laughs> yes oh, more man. brain power <laughs> There he is. With the new chance to chance the rapper hat. Here you go. Look at that, man. 
Right off the plane. Yeah, I am everybody. to solve all the problems. I but got the all the answers here. The five of us could figure this out right now. <laughs> Yo, let's all put our heads together. <laughs> yeah. Here we yeah, go. go to the let's I'm fix done. this team. Yeah, John yeah. and Bobby usually can agree pretty quickly on things, so this should be good. <laughs> let's so figure gonna, this out. We got a full start in five. I've been thinking about. I I, I spent the whole. I spent the whole night meditating over this team's future and the possible directions they can go. Good. We're a little and got, fixing all of this. I know. About to I know. Get deep. Well, yeah. I did get to him by the end of it, but no, I, I focused on Kemba. I focused on Fournier first. There's a lot of different things you can do, but unfortunately, and people aren't going to like this, I think the best thing you can do is bring it all back. I think you off. have to. John, get him off the show. I think that's the I'm only way. <laughs> I'm Bobby's team running back. This I'm team running back. But I mean, it's not like they have a lot of options. I mean, right. it's not like because yeah. I mean, yeah. Bobby. I mean, I mean, check me on this. But the the, the portion of the uh, Gordon Hayward uh, TPE that's like the biggest chip they have. I think at this point, right? Yeah, and as even that's as, even that's difficult because you right. got to give stuff up to get something. Right. Like, let's exactly. think of the guys that fall into that: Larry Nance, mostly bench <laughs> players. It's about eleven million. People so, are scre- people are screaming for your expulsion already. You're, oh you're- yeah, all right, never mind. Trade smart, <laughs> trade cam, but tra- all right. So, where, where do you want to start in terms of these? Guys? Like, I take it back. I take it back. I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm folding to the audience. Um, so quickly, I think Smart could be a guy who ends up going. I think it's possible. But as John said, there you need like a bona fide upgrade there. And it better be Lonzo. To me, you'd have to package in Thompson in there somehow. They like make yep. salaries work. Now, and all now we're talking. Things. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's now, yeah. that's probably the Bobby that is coming. He's back off the island. Welcome, Bobby. Welcome. That's probably the only he's doing, way he's, he's doing numbers right now. Upgrades. He's doing numbers. That's what. But the biggest well, question they're going to have to answer is: Do they want to give themselves that flexibility sooner um, by getting rid of Kemba, e- kind of eating next season, and then giving away a couple picks and opportunities to pick in the draft down the line, so you can have that flexibility in twenty twenty three? Kind of toss next season out the window. That's going to be difficult to do. That might end up being the best move in terms of like the future, as John talks about here. But unfortunately, I do think the rush to let win. the kids play. Wait till Kemba's contract expired. That's hard though, and John, because you never know if it's going to come around. Ask for a trade. Yeah. Boy, then you, you've had the same if, fear. If that John. extra year that Kemba. That That's Kemba a risk. Contract, man. But I don't like I said is if the if alternative Kemba was now be different. If the alternative is mediocrity, I don't know that you're that much worse doing that. But how can they, John? How could they sell trading Fournier for a TPE? Dumping Kemba with two first round picks, making little to no additions this offseason, coming back probably not as a playoff team next year. Like, how could you sell that to Boston? I mean, people would be, be like outside TD Garden with like flaming sticks and pitchforks and all that stuff. Like, it's <laughs> just impossible. we said that to you. We said that to you with the trade deadline. Has anyone, the has, same thing. Has anyone seen the ratings? People stopped caring a long time ago. Mm. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> they did. Fired. They yeah, did. I like it. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. The the Bruins no, have been tra- really bad, the yeah. Bruins have been trouncing them like two the to Bruins one. The Bruins was a great game. Two point five to one in the ratings from the end of the season all the way through. Um, you know, this is a team that's been a a dead ass team for a while. I don't think I I don't think it's as bad as you make it out to be. Right? You can't completely clear it out. You can't trade smart, trade Kemba, come back out here with Pritchard as your starting point guard, and and then hope that you can whatever. You can't burn it all to the ground, but you. You can 
you look, you're stuck with Kemba, so just live with it. That's it. Kemba's here. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. Done. So he is what he is. You'd be better building a team that had Kemba Walker coming off the bench. Um, and Derek that's Rose vibes. So which means big, you need big, big Derek Rose vibes. Which means you need a real point guard. So that's something that you have to figure out what you're doing in the offseason. So if you can get that, and again, I'm gonna keep going to my Lonzo pipe dream, but you gotta find something to, you gotta find a way to do that. Um, yeah, the the couple guys will be Lonzo, of course, and then you have to do smart. you do have to keep an eye on Marcus. Indiana as they yeah. try to cut costs, as they you're not looking at Brogdon. Brogdon. I, don't, I don't I don't want Oladipo. Do, no, he's, he's in Miami. Miami. He's in Miami. Not a good one. Oh, he's in Miami. Brogdon's not going anywhere. No, he's, just, he's phenomenal. He's, I'm no, thinking. He's, I'm thinking they about really Brogdon. Like Brogdon, yeah. Brogdon. Looking back, if Danny signed Brogdon over Kemba, oh man, we're looking. We're probably different looking story. at a completely different team right now. Yep. I remember man. he was considered like a concept. He hasn't like, been healthy either. Yeah. You know, I love Brogdon. Talented, love yeah, me too. Me too. Stevens at some point in time, people have to stop saying John Wall. Like, just, just stop suggesting it. Someone said that. I get it all the time. One bad contract for another. That's I how you get rid of Kemba, that. but it's not good for Boston. It's horrible for Boston. Horrible. The for Bradley Boston. Beal put the John Wall thing to bed. You know. Yeah, some fans don't want Beal. That's still out there. So the decision the team's going to have to make this offseason is do they want to keep going all in on competing at the highest level right now with Brooklyn and Philly, Milwaukee? Is that even possible right now? Or do you look ahead to 2023, that offseason? That's the Bradley Beal offseason, right? Or the one right after it ends up coming up to that? And do you just have your books? It's 22 is the Beal offseason. All right. Mm -hmm. So after next season, do you have your books clear for that situation You'd have to move Kemba in that set in that sense to have that max slot available in that situation. You would have to pass up on Fournier in that uh, spot. That seems like the kind of thing that the Celtics would do, but I just think it's going to be such a hard sell. I think we've seen the Celtics shift to making those like hard, difficult decisions to kind of bowing to the need to compete and put a product on the floor right now. We saw that at the deadline. We saw that with the Hayward situation over the offseason. I think they're going to try to run this back and hope for the best. And it, like there's again, these are the things we talk about, John. Like there's no perfect solution here. You just kind of have to get lucky whichever path you choose because I think they're knew, all kind of equal. If you felt good that Tatum and Brown were here for the long haul, then you could make you could operate differently because like they're 23. You're not running out. Like when you have guys under contract and you're worried about burning through their prime for two more years and spinning your wheels and not going anywhere. You're like, I'm burning their best years, but you're not in this case. You're actually still entering their prime. I don't think it's too much to ask for a kind of like half a step back year to get yourself right. Give yourself some flexibility to go big in an off season or two while also developing current players on your team. If you knew that they were here, if you knew that you had commitments and they're like, yeah, man, let's do this thing. Let's, Let's do the if if they were in on the plan, guys. We're gonna do this this year because we're gonna go all in on Bradley Beal in a year or so, and that's our that's where we are. Are we good? If you felt good, then you can do that. If you're worried, legit, that you've got to appease them. If this is if they're the guys who are literally like, well, we got to be better next year, man, or I'm gonna start thinking of asking my way out. That's a different story. I don't know where I don't know where they stand in their relationship with these guys. If you feel really good that they're Celtics to stay. You you have a little bit more flex. 
Yeah, so, but I think I think the sooner that you can involve them in a the process, the better your chances are for them to be happy and yeah. want to stay. Don't go into this offseason and make some some decisions and have Tatum find it out on his. No, you have to involve you. You have to, and that yeah, doesn't yeah. mean that doesn't mean that you're going to do exactly what they just want tell you to them, do. Just let them make know. them feel like they're part of the process. Yes, yeah. that's almost a huge every, thing. Almost right. every issue between front office and franchise players involves the front office. Look at what's going on with Rogers right now. Right now, exactly. If you just let them in on what the hell you're thinking, because they may have an idea that you hadn't even thought about as a front office exec, that you're like, wait a minute, you you think we might be yeah. able to get Donovan Mitchell? Really? He wants to play here? No. You just don't know. I would, I would have a meeting at the end of the year. Danny, Brad, Jalen, Jason, what do we need to be better right now? Be honest. Maybe Brad's yeah. not even in it. Just Jalen and Jason. <laughs> Brad's pacing Yo, outside the door again. That, that was my yeah. That's my prediction. He's got a cup to the door. <laughs> that's wrong. No, but for real, I would literally. What guys? What do we need more than anything right now? Because the answer could be a new coach. The answer could be. You, if you want honesty, you got to talk to me. We need, we need, yeah. a, we need, a, we need a pass first point guard. We need, you know, whatever. They might say, "I." What we need to do is play Romeo and play this guy because I think we got. To. They might well, say yeah. that. They might be like, "Let these freaking guys play," and we got to start. Robbie's got to play 25, 30 minutes a game. We got to stop dicking around here. That might right. be what they say. And then you that know? would open up a dialogue as to what exactly how they felt about this past season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, you know what's the odd and involve them. Yeah. The right. obvious thing, and this is a minor thing, this isn't going to shift the direction for next year, but you have to move on from quite a bit of the bottom of this roster. Grant, it's easy to do Waters, that. Taco. Yeah. yeah, that's the easiest thing to that's do. That's what here. we said in the beginning. Yeah, you missed the beginning, Bobby. John's talking about mm -hmm. uh, I, most of these guys aren't even uh, professional athletes. That chop them right. off mm -hmm. and oh, wow. send, them, send them overseas. He said that. <laughs> wow. It's said a that, very yeah. easy place. You're, you're going at about seven, eight, nine. Blank cut. See mm -hmm. you guys later. And you're just shoving all of these guys off the off the boat. Gone. Damn. Gone. I know Tremont. Tremont Waters fucked up. It's messed up, man. So you want second chance guys. You want veterans. You want overseas yep. guys. As Sherrod said, you want guys yeah. who are like, right. I'm you want the, this it. team to become older because we saw in this series especially, when you got down to that portion of the roster, game four, they were competing so well. And then they just get to that rotation with Grant and all those guys, and it just completely fell off the map. <laughs> no, Pritchard, I would love Pritchard wasn't quite ready for this. Yeah. Like, no. Like, add a guy like Mike James, someone that, that literally just, just gets off the damn plane and makes an impact. Mm -hmm. I mean, find your next Tice. Get, find, exactly. I mean, you, you need or guys Tice. Who, who can hit the. <laughs> just yeah, bring back Tice. Well, I don't think they can do that, there. but I would love it. <laughs> just it won't happen. <laughs> Won't happen, but man, it'd be nice to have Tice back. I I don't know why it won't happen. I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility. But I anyway. think there's a rule there, but I gotta double check it. Oh right, right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so yeah. We might be, you know, we have a whole off season to talk about it. It is interesting because what we don't know is anybody's mindset right now. Like you don't know what Tatum's thinking, you don't know what Jalen's thinking, you don't know like what what Danny, what Wick, what what's going on up there. They might be nothing. Like everything Danny has said makes it sound like it's team run it back. Um, yeah. But yeah. Is 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 Wick on board with that? What if Wick is like? I mean, that's you're not running too, that though. back. You know, like I don't know. 
Yeah, but if what if the players walk into the office and they're like, we can't freaking do this again? I don't think Wick's saying that, man, because that would imply that he's got to open up his wallet a bit. No, loosen up the purse string. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I think if you're Danny Ainge, you're going to, that, that's not good for business if you're saying that, oh, this this team isn't it, guys. Because, well, wait a minute. All the injuries you had, all the COVID problems, the quick turnaround, you know, four or five games a week, everything that happened throughout the course of the season, you, you mean to tell me that that wasn't it? You know what I mean? It, it'll it'll look really bad if, if if Danny goes to Wick or you know vice versa, and it's like, hey, I I don't care, I don't believe in you know this roster as a whole, regardless of all the hurdles that you guys had to cross or you guys had to jump. I still don't believe in this roster. Then 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 Danny's in a really tough spot. Then, then Wick is really mad, and and I think yeah. if that's the kind of conversation they're having, then that means Danny is on the on the uh, yeah. on thin ice, so to speak, as, right? As we were talking about it, I just got a Jason Tatum quote. Um, Jason Tatum on the Celtics offseason. Yeah, Jason Tatum on the Celtics offseason talking about um, you know, uh what you know, if he has any ideas or input and he, and he says, "I'm sure I could make some suggestions. I don't know. I kind of feel like everybody has their job and I think my job is to show up and play basketball, not to suggest trades or who to bring in, who to let go. It's not what I do." Okay, so I guess Jason doesn't want to be part of the process. It's a good answer to be He's honest. He's like though. He's like, man, I, I, I just I, balled out this series. What do you want from me right now? You're like, look, I I dropped a 50, 50 piece the other night. <laughs> yeah, for the score is, his damn. job is I mean, to score buckets. I mean, damn. Danny Ainge's job is to make make that easier for him to do. Can we talk about something else? Like, geez. No, I know. No, it's a fair question. But, yeah, I mean, what's he supposed to I, say? I think, I think that's going to change. I think that's how he's feeling right now in the moment. But I think at yeah. some point between now and free agency – I think that's going to change. And it may not be Tatum directly connecting with, with, with Danny. It could be his agent saying, well, you know, if you want to keep him happy, you might want to talk to this player. He or likes might Skittles. To- I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Really? I don't know. Right. But, yeah, no, you're right, Sherrod. It might not be exactly that. No, he gave that. the PC response. That was, yeah, he did the right thing. Yeah, I mean, he 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 gave the response that you're supposed to give. Yeah. Um, That's true. Plus, you know he's on the defense. But, you know he's on the defense. The, 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 the B is feisty right now, man. Something's B, man, they're coming in hot. Oh, are they? Are you yeah. Feisty? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Anyone, anyone say anything about the logo stomp tonight? Uh, I told you he uh, the ship has sailed, man. Brad, they had their Brad, chance. Brad Stevens, he, he, he I know. sidekipped that question from Gary Walsh. They had their chance to say something. He went two for three, something. or or one for two, something like that. On his questions, yeah, yeah, two part uh, question. I'm scrolling Twitter. I, 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 it's all yeah, it's all the same Tatum stuff right now. No, how about this Kyrie quote? How about this Kyrie quote that um, fan of the show sent us? I'm, I hope I don't pronounce her name wrong, but it's Haya or Haya. Um, Kyrie Irving, we're, we're uniting the whole world with this championship run. I love that one. <laughs> so I hope everybody is with us. We're uniting the whole world with this run. Stick with us, baby. Who and said that? that? Kyrie. Yeah, saying this? No. I swear. I mean, this is what the quote <laughs> no. is. Yeah. It's Boston. They're uniting Boston the whole world with this run. <laughs> the whole world is with the Nets. They all want the Nets to win. God I don't know a, anybody God, outside of Brooklyn. God is a Nets fan. God is a Nets fan. <laughs> And I, I can't wait. To Brooklyn this don't want the Nets to win. They would rather have the Knicks win. I don't even know. I thought, if Brooklyn's I thought he was going. I, I thought they, they're embracing the villain role. You know, no one I wants to see us win. Want... I like that. I like that attitude. No one wants to see us win. Yeah, that's we're gonna do the it truth. Yeah, I definitely want to see the Bucks embrace beat them that. more than I wanted to see the Celtics beat them. Oh goodness, TJ Tucker. <laughs> yes, Giannis. That might, 
Yeah, that is going to be ruined. They might have the best crack at it. Lopez, yes. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Joel Embiid. That's a terrible hit. Well, they've got the guys to 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 match up the longer guys who can switch up on defense there, uh, and 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 give them more problems uh, for sure. You know, uh, Holiday, Middleton's long, obviously Giannis. Like they they've got the length, they've got the people that can kind yeah, of yeah. They get got a out guy of, for every. They every got a guy everywhere that can get out on those guys. So it, it's a, the matchups are totally freaking different there. Totally got different. Depth too. They yeah. got shooters off the bench. Yeah, they got so, depth. Yeah. The Nets are in trouble. <laughs> the Nets are in trouble you to me. So? Yo, how could you I, say I don't that, know though? About that? Like, how I, could I you write? Like, this, I've never seen, like, oh, man, like, you compare it to the Golden State Warriors teams in, in some sort of way. They're not, There's a key difference. The scoring, the scoring definitely not. is scarier. Because they don't defend. They don't have anyone on that Brooklyn team that I you know, look at like, as a average defender they've got they're playing solid team defense but their defense is fueled by their offense because right. they're such like, an elite it's like d'antoni's dream it's like a fantasy for mike d'antoni like that was the yeah, but... kind of offense he wish he had you know like these guys are combining for over 100 points like there's some teams that barely can average that throughout the course of a season and these three guys are doing it with ease scoring 100 points like it's nothing light work yeah it looked easy for the Celtics to score too, though, and that's why the yeah. series seemed to be as competitive as it was quarter by quarter. The Celtics, even tonight, like right up until the five minute mark of that fourth quarter, they're within eight nah. the whole way because they can just score with ease. Game, game four, yes, they almost scored 130. I, 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 I'm shocked that the Celtics were able to do that. Yeah, to, mm-hmm. to your point, yeah, but tonight. Mm, when they wanted to shut you down, they shut. They shut. The I, 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 I feel yeah, almost I was, at any point in time, anytime Brooklyn wanted to pull ahead by. Yeah, exactly. It, whenever they wanted to, like it was like they were. Whenever they stuff. wanted to, they could have had it. I know, you know? but yeah. this is this is Romeo and Tristan Thompson and uh, Evan Fournier coming at you. You're about to have to defend Giannis, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Good luck with Blake Griffin getting switched on those guys. Oh, it's gonna be bad. Uh, so you That's think you one. think those three guys can score over 100 points in, in a game? I, I don't see that happening. The but, Bucks are again, a monstrous. The offensive, offense. defensive firepower, right? But. Guys off the bench shooting the three point shooting that's something they have to rely on. The Brooklyn and again, Nets is these three guys, and then when Joey Harris wants to jump in there, he does his thing too. Like they got they got weapons too off their bench. I don't know. I, I don't. Harris has been a beast. Milwaukee's got a good shot, but I, I, I still have my heart set on seeing this matchup between uh, the the Sixers and 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 the Nets. And hopefully we we get what I want, which is of course a healthy Joel and B. But I don't know if that's even possible. Well, I hope it is, because otherwise it'll be a quick series if the Sixers yeah, get there. It will. But uh, the Bucks will give them. The Bucks will definitely give them trouble. I, I, I think, think we the get Bucks seven here. Yeah, will give them trouble. But I'm still taking the Nets. Yeah, but this is over them. They're between series. give trouble and the Nets are in trouble. I, I think that was a force. I don't know. I just, yes, I think <laughs> I think you're right. I yeah, would agree. In there. trouble? A, no, I don't think they're in trouble at all. It's. A, I didn't say in trouble. Oh, Bobby did. I said give. Trouble. I think I think no, they're I in trouble. Not not necessarily in terms of the series. If they won in seven, that wouldn't surprise me. I'd be surprised if they blew through the Bucks. Uh, but I'm talking in trouble in terms of their championship hopes. I think they got a tough path, and it's really about to ramp up right Saturday. Like Saturday, there you go. It's it's zero to one hundred from that Celtics team to that Bucks team, and then you get the Sixers, and then you get. You know, whatever the best of the West ultimately is, it's going to be a grueling path. And Sherrod, champions defend all they your all time do. covering in the year. Has a champion ever not defended? No. They, it's a they, different they, league. Listen, you, you don't mm. have to have elite 
across yeah. the board, you know, dominant defense. Those Golden State you teams. Have, you have to have a certain level of defensive DNA in you to win a championship. And I'm not team, sold that Brooklyn has that. I'm not sold that they have that. You don't think they'll play defense? I think when it's they a new. To? I think it's a new day. I thought they could have, Jimmy. I just didn't see it in the series. Just, when did they teams are averaging to? a buck twenty nowadays, man? That's why know. this Milwaukee Bucks series is so important because they're going to have to play defense to win that series. They're going to have to have more than just sixty seconds, ninety seconds, a minute here, a minute there. They're actually going to have to defend because when you've got Giannis coming at you, when you've got Holiday who can can defend, can play both ends of the floor at an elite level, you got Chris Middleton who's not just a catch and shoot guy anymore he's actually attacking folks off the dribble making plays for others you this is a very they swept the heat kind of, and they and and they swept the Man, heat with light work i mean that was light work it wasn't i mean they weren't even threatened by yeah. miami at all i mean that was they beat the snot out of them I just can't get over how fresh these guys look, man. Kyrie, Harden, Durant. Again, I think this is Harden worries, big, man. That's yeah, a big he, part of this, man. Mm-hmm. These guys are fresh. I mean, I, I just think a lot of these guys are sort of at the towards the finish line, and right now they're in cruise control. It's just like, look out. This offense is incredible. The burst Harden showed tonight was impressive. Like Harden first Durant. Step, they he just was walking to the rim, ability yeah. To, yeah, when they want to, they can just pour in 19 points in a quarter. I'm like, see you later. Like, that's just – have two of those guys? I don't know. Tough. The key, the key with the, the key with them is just maximizing the mismatch. Blake Griffin can't guard a soul. Um, he's horrible. Can't guard a dead tick. I am shocked. At how, I, I love the, the Suns. The Suns leads up to thirty. By the way, yeah, they're balling on. Wow, that's where this that's that's where this postseason really gets thrown for a loop. I don't think Phoenix looks that down out here. I don't think Phoenix looks all that scary, Bobby, to the Brooklyn Nets, man. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's just me. We'll see. Yeah, who's, hey. listening to, who's listening to post game right now? I'm gonna get Jimmy Toscano. I was listening to Kyrie's. Kyrie I was just. I, <laughs> I do want to give uh, while we while we stay on the NBA for one more sec. I do want to give Sherrod credit now that this postseason has really gotten crazy here. The Utah Jazz are now second in betting odds for the NBA title. I'm t- that path uh, is lightening up for them a little bit. What they did the other night, I mean, Gobert was a non-factor in the first half, and then the second half, he just absolutely took over. Uh, getting, and that's a guy that I just – I'd never count on him to give me anything offensively, and yet he yeah. was just killing it. Um, they, they're good, man. I mean, they're they really good. They are slept good. on right now. Like, I they're know. really good. Yeah. They're good. You know? um, Jimmy, I have this Kyrie clip. I'm going to play it for everybody yeah, here. Play this it. Is a, I just this is Kyrie. to you. Uh, oh, I don't know if it's the same one, but this is one I got on Kyrie talking about Boston. I'm grateful yeah. for the opportunity that I had in Boston. I'm grateful <laughs> for, uh, you know, a, a lot of the support that I had post leaving there. Um, you know, obviously it, it wasn't the easiest what? transition uh, to Wait. deal with. You know, there's a lot going on personally while I was there in Boston that not a lot of people don't know about. Uh, so, you know, to see kind of the emotions that were lingering on for the past year and a half uh, between that, um, you know, I'm just glad. It- what? What happened? It got cut off. That was just wait. He said it's settled. Just wait. Clue passed Sway, out. He, he passed out all over that. Obviously. That kind of got cut off uh, in the beginning. What, was he thanking Boston? He grateful it, it, for it, the it, opportunity. Grateful, grateful for the opportunity. Stuff happened. Let's leave it ambiguous again, so everyone can guess what that means. And now it's glad it's over. I don't know what's over necessarily. It's you no, know, but oh, I don't we've know. only just begun, bud. Oh, we've just it we're just. It ain't over. You've not, you, you've not seen yet, the last baby. of us. Yeah. 
<laughs> Jimmy's that annoying kid hanging onto your what? ankle. You're not leaving. <laughs> this is not over. Does Josue know we're still? Does Josue know no we're bell. still doing a show? I didn't hear no bell. Josue slid out of his chair during that interview. Yeah. <laughs> Josue, oh, this God. isn't how we do things here. Is that is that the Cam Newton slide right there? Just uh, yeah, exactly. That's what that is. <laughs> That's so Kai just wait. Welcome Kyrie. back. Hey, there he is. <laughs> What'd you think of that quote, Josue? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you didn't even have his audio on. Oh, he's he gone. Thought, he thought that he had shut his camera off that whole time. Yes, he did. <laughs> we're, we're glad that's all it was, right? Yeah. It could have been, been a lot worse. It could have been so much worse. Yeah. Could have been a uh, lot. So here's what we're going to do. We don't normally do this. What we're going to do um, is uh, we're going to head over um, to locker room, but we're all going to go together. Okay. Ooh, wow. As okay? a family? As a family, because it's the last show. Um, so we're all going to head over there together in a little bit. And we're going to wrap this up. We're going to welcome Josue back in first, hopefully let's, let's soon. Get, let's, let's get his, let's get his take on what just. Josue, what the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> his audio no, no, you can't. Oh, come on, bro. We needed a Brockton Wi-Fi moment. No one can hear you. You're flapping your lips and there's no audio. You can't hear him. Yeah, I know. Can't hear him before yeah, we can okay. see him. Yeah, he was this invisible is great. before. We're trying to say goodbye here, buddy. Yeah, goodbye, oh, Joseph. He's strong. <laughs> hey, we all we all did this. Uh, <laughs> we've all been in it since the bubble too. He's he's puttering to the finish line. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> okay, so now so he, locker he's back, it. but there. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> oh, Still now his room. voice is gone. Oh, yeah, he's Still gone. Can't hear you, bro. I almost Can't feel bad you. for him if I didn't find this funny. Oh, I don't feel bad. No, I I, I absolutely don't feel bad for him. I feel great at all. This was self-inflicted, right? This was. He went to improve things. Here he is. Look at him. He's so embarrassed. Uh, like it's so hard to look <laughs> so at what? him. You're gonna have to write it out and, and and say, Hey, see you guys later. Thanks for watching. Just way ended the season the way he started it. <laughs> Brockton, exactly. Yeah, it's the Brockton Wi-Fi. He'll see us on locker room. He's saying, "All right." So I want to say, "Oh yeah." <laughs> um, <laughs> is he? Did he leave? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna head in. Um, we have the links. Uh, Ahmed, can you say, email it to Sharad if you haven't already? Um, so he has it as well. But it's our last show. Uh, we think. Um. It's our last post game show. We're going to keep doing shows. We did say that we were going to do that. So we promised, uh, uh, you know, that's going to continue on through the rest of the playoffs, the off season, uh, into next season. We'll be back next year as well. Um, uh, but this is, um, sadly the last show we've, we started this in the bubble last year, took us through to the Eastern conference finals, uh, had done every single game this year, including preseason, uh, and uh, obviously through a very, 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 very short playoff run. But, uh, you know, uh, we <laughs> got to hang out with all of you guys, which was pretty fun uh, for all of this time. Definitely. And there's, yeah, a lot of you guys, I know, say it ain't so. Um, uh, a lot of you guys, it's, it's like family at this point. So it is going to be sad that the shows aren't over, but we're sure you guys are going to continue on with us um, as we... Uh, uh, you know, keep doing shows throughout. Uh, so shout out to some of the uh, you guys, any, 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 any chatters here you want to shout out to? I want to say Nat. I want to say, obviously, uh, Annie, 
Kess, uh, Dudley, Chris, uh, A-T-L-U-I-O-L, Walrus. Yeah, uh, don't Fuzzy, forget about Karen. Fuzzy Dunlop, Karen, of course. Karen, um, you know, Soapy. Uh, Soapy, Soapy. yeah, uh, George, all of the Greek boys, all of the, uh, all of Australia. We freaking love you guys. Um, thank you for hanging out, uh, guys. Anyone else we're missing here? A ton. Soapy, oh, we just said miss, you. We're, we're missing a ton of people for sure. Ton of yeah. people. But, Anas, you know yep. Yeah, yep. I mean millions, people, millions. Tons. People have been in and out. People have been in and out all year, and like I mean, I definitely recognize. I don't get to see the comments as easily as you guys, but I definitely recognize them when they come up here. And a lot of people have hopped over a locker room, which has been a lot of fun to, you know, hear some voices on the other end. But for me personally, this show has been like a blast to do. It's been one of the really like one of the only constants in my life over the past like oh, 14 months. So I want to thank everybody for hanging out. I mean, it's kind of fitting that at least here in Massachusetts, like COVID kind of like unofficially ended like on Saturday. And like, so does our show, I guess, for the season. Because it, it started in it started in the middle of COVID and like bubble, all that stuff. So. It's been a lot of fun, and I definitely hope to, you know, everyone, you know, comes back during the off season where we'll have probably just as much, if not more, fun trying to piece together this uh, this team, and then uh, we'll just see see where it goes. We're bringing Shout out to back. Indonesia. Yes. Okay, Indonesia's Third. in the Third. house. Okay. Bad, yeah. yeah, we got people from all over the world. Literally, who check in, and I know a lot of people rewatch, like, watch the show on on rewind because everything's saved on the YouTube and all that stuff. So uh, definitely, yeah. I know a lot of people who can't be in the live chat that i've spoken to in the in the youtube comment section i've gone to war in that youtube, in that YouTube comment section so. fuzzy's still going down with the friggin' great television references he's been doing it all season long we got overseas people people who were checking this since last year's bubble yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. we're gonna take you guys to homeschool this off season i guarantee is, it yeah. gonna be a busy summer of homeschooling <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It, it, like for such a for such a for a season that was so unfun most of the time, I think we we hopefully did our best to make it fun. So oh man, yeah, that, that, that was, was I mean, that, even the worst of the, the worst losses. I can yeah, remember those the messages I love when people used to say that. Man, I look forward to you guys after these losses, man. That's one thing at least I have to. Yeah, start the show to. now. <laughs> yeah, this game yeah. is so bad. Start four, the show. Four minutes left. Just start it now. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I, I hate shameless plugs, but for people asking, uh, what are the easiest ways to find out? We are going to continue doing shows. We're going to probably do at least a couple a week, um, even going through while the Celtics aren't playing and there's not a lot to talk about um, starting next week, I would say. Um, so uh, easiest way to do it, honestly, if you haven't already, you got to follow our YouTube channels, both the main channel and our Celtics one. You're going to and sign up for notifications there. When we go live, you'll know it. But easiest thing, make sure you follow us on Twitter, personal handles and Celtics CLNS. We'll be announcing there hey we're going to do a show we'll put you know kind of uh you know promotional announcements there um you know letting you guys know hey this stuff is coming you know on our website or whatever that's obviously the easiest way everybody's personal handle so shameless plug but by all means that's the easiest way to find us uh and to keep tabs with what we're doing um for me personally, special shout out to everybody because, like I said, we started this as an experiment to see what would happen at the end of last year. Like, hey, we're here. We're locked down, as Jimmy said. Like, what else are we going to do? We're in the bubble. Let's make it happen. Um, let's do these shows. Do something uh, different. We, Ireland. We, yeah. And we caught a wave, uh, and it was awesome. Uh, and then we added Sherrod, which was freaking more awesome because we never would have expected, uh, you know, a heavy hitter like a yeah, Sherrod. what a cool likely. thing to join the panel and he did 
Um, so Sherrod, thank you for that. Um, that was uh, that's my quarterback. Uh, that's my quarterback. That's an awesome addition. <laughs> uh, we've had Perk jumping in uh, for oh, uh, locker oh, room. We had Goodman come in so you guys could all yell at him for his crap takes about Jalen Brown. Um, that, that was fun. <laughs> people got really, people got really mad at uh, at Jeff. We and had he was smiling. We'll have him back time. too. We'll have yeah, him back for sure. Too. Yeah, and he'll be back too. So in the off season, you'll hear from Jeff, you'll hear from Sherrod, you'll hear from uh, uh, Bob Ryan, uh, you'll hear from yes, you will hear from Nick. I guarantee. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you, uh, Nick. Yeah, you're my boy, Nick. You're my boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So we're gonna head my over, boy, guys. Nick. Guys, anything else before we wrap it? No, so, man. This I already good. wrapped it for me. No, this is special. Yeah, I'm just Are glad Jimmy didn't start crying. I thought Jimmy was going to cry for a second there, man. You didn't see the water. This is the best thing that's happened to me in my 14 months. You guys are my only friends. Come on, Jimmy. I haven't seen the sun in a year and a half. Come on, Jimmy. Jimmy's back on his dating apps just now. You know, it's good. Yeah, I fired him back up. I had to fire him back up now that we can all go away. So, right. Oh, you added some new picks in there. We we were, said, we were we were going over some wax. dating strategy before this uh before the show started here. Oh, Yo, you guys really were. That was hilarious, Sherrod. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm pretzel I, I, I pretzeled myself, so I got to unpretzel my, my Oh brain. lord. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. all my defenders in the chat cuz lord knows there were you none still in here. like a heart Bobby heart <laughs> And so, so I was one knows. on four, one on four the whole season. And so in case anybody was wondering, Bobby and I actually like each other. Um, this yeah, I is... feel like we need to say that. <laughs> Everyone's like, you guys are way too mean to Bobby. It's no. Like, because we <laughs> love him. We love Bobby. <laughs> no, I mean, for real, though, like I had just graduated months before this whole thing got started. I'm just starting out in this game. So to be here with Gerard, who I grew up watching on the Celtics broadcast, and Jimmy, like I'm the young guy here with these old folks. So I'm just learning. Wow. And, trying to break in here and this has Not been a special opportunity i probably would have described that a little Season. differently but, uh, <laughs> yeah. different direction you could have gone different yeah bobby you right. took a little Season. bit to learn appreciate man. it took a little appreciate bit, it, bit to learn on that presentation yeah yeah <laughs> you're good yeah. though you're cool <laughs> yeah right tell <laughs> I had, him, I had, tell we'll, him we'll keep like you. a real vet tell him jimmy yeah yeah this delivery that's all swipe this show didn't work. This show didn't work without Bobby. We needed a little sunshine in here. Oh, Otherwise, it would have just been grumpy old men. So Sunshine uh, yeah. and knowledge, yes. Yeah, so that was good. Oh, knowledge. That, that's another good Ooh, dig. Okay. Two yeah. Yeah. Just threw that in okay. there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this down. So, so, so four of us are heading over to locker room right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, they wonder, and they wonder why we give Bobby heat. They wonder yeah, why I give Bobby heat. I had a swipe back 10 the year, but appreciate everybody. Appreciate all you guys. Damn, appreciate Bobby. The opportunity. Lord knows what that cover that it looks like geez yeah damn <laughs> don't send it my way might have lost some might have lost some don't references send it tonight. my way <laughs> good night all yeah we're well, gonna beat up old bobby <laughs> later guys all right see ya see you